Welcome everybody to Sing Sad Cosmocast. I'm your host Ramses. I wanted to start off by saying thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you like this podcast, please give us a subscription on wherever you're listening to your podcast. Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Player FM, Spotify, YouTube, and many, many more places where you can download. You can join the conversation about this episode and many other other episodes. By finding us on Twitter, by finding by finding the username ST Cosmocast and joining the conversation by using the hashtag Keep Burning That Cosmos all one word, or find a pinned topic on the Saint Seiya fan Reddit on over at R Saint Seiya. So let's start with a little bit of news. Um, Toy has put up in Japan. Let's let me emphasize this right now by saying only in Japan that they have put up the. The first uh, major arc of the series, the Twelve Houses Saga, free on YouTube during the, during the lockdown of the Corona nineteen virus. Um, Masami Kuroda has said in a press release, "I want kids to enjoy their time. I want to help as much as possible that that people stay in their homes." And the saga is, one, of course, one of the most iconic sagas in the entire arc of Saint Seiya. We'll be getting to that arc eventually. <laughs> I won't say when. Let's see how let's see how popular this podcast gets, which I hope it is, you know. <laughs> but regardless, I am hopeful that we get to that point. But again, going going back to the main topic of the news, one of the things that that struck me as interesting is that it's not only a good part where a good part where um, people are watching for like the soldier reasons, but it's also a good part part where if you're watching the CGI series. It ends as this part begins, so it so one way or another you can get caught up very easily where they are by watching either the CGI series or slugging through 50, 40 or so episodes of the original series to get to this point. On what well, I don't know if they have it on Netflix as well, but I'm pretty sure they have it on somewhere available, more readily available in Japan than say here in the United States, but. How the licensing works down there with like you know video on demand stuff like that. Regardless, it is kind of an interesting move that they did this. Um, it's a it's a good move because it's like again it's a nostalgic. Um, ser- it's a nostalgic part of the series, one of the most iconic parts of the original series, and it just it has a lot of like, iconic parts in it. I think it's a, I think it's a really good starting point for if you really want to go back to watching the series and you just want to go. Into it again. That's a great place to go back to, and like I said, for those that are watching the CGI series, I feel that this is more. This like this is a very good place to continue on wherever you had where the series um, ended up. So, if you're curious, well, either way, if you're a longtime fan, you, there's a place. This is like a really good place to come back to. Or if you've just been following the CGI series or haven't seen the series at all, you can get caught up with the CGI series and then immediately go into this arc. So, I think it works both ways and I do, do believe that this is a really smart move on Toy to do that. Um, like I said, you're going to be hearing a lot of news like that. A lot more places are going to be putting up stuff for free like that for the for a foreseeable future. Because, like, again, like it's things are on lockdown. We don't know when things are going to be. 
okay to come out and stuff like that. So this is a, I think it's a good idea. Uh, like I said, like uh, there is no other news right now at the moment concerning anything in the world of Saint Seiya, other than that. But um, this is this is um, this is, a, this is um, good news for if you're in Japan. And right now, if you if you're watching on Netflix currently, like I said before, the entire series is currently on Netflix. The original series, that is <laughs> not um, not not complete, complete just yet. We still don't have Hades up yet. Um, so. One of the things I wanted to address, one of the things that was asked by the viewers when I posted the question about what they wanted to see in further episodes of the series was, you know, the differences between the anime and the manga, and, like, where do I stand on it, and, like, where are some of my opinions on, like, what, what they've done, and I feel like where we are in the story, especially where we're going to go to next in the next block of episodes i feel like it's a good time to discuss have a little bit of a discussion about like what's going on with these um with this filler arc and all this stuff going on so yeah i mean let's uh let's talk about filler you know filler is not something that a lot of people enjoy a lot, a lot of times like filler just gets it's just that it's just something to eat up time and Usually in anime and in other mediums, it's just viewed as a... It's just not not well done. It's either really well done or really not well done. And usually it does... It polarizes a lot of people. I do know for a fact stuff like Fullmetal Alchemist comes to mind where it just deviated so much after quite a while in that series that they had to do, they had to do another redo of the series. It's really... And um, this reminds me of a little conversation in um, Gintama about the nature of like how just like you know the nature of fillers like how there's the filler where it tries to do a little bit of filler to get caught up with the, with the anime or and then it like it does something within its universe and then it either splits off into its own thing and doesn't come back to the manga or it just takes such a long long roundabout way of getting to, to the to the place where the manga is it's a completely different series altogether by the end of it and I think Saint Seiya is the a little bit of a little bit of column B, a little bit of column C, because when we get to column, because like column A, it, like it only pertains to like stuff like Dragon Ball, where it has pockets of all of it, but it's never like to the detriment of like the entire of the actual series. It's usually something like a short little arc, like the like the Garlic Junior stuff, which like usually we're there for like. Eight or nine episodes, and then we're back to the we're back on track with the, the series. We're seeing a little bit of the mix of both. I think a little bit of more C than B, because when because this 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 particular part of the series is just very jarring, very very um. I wouldn't say poorly poorly uh very poor, but you know your mileage may vary. Um. Like I said, like these next these few episodes that we're doing, it just it's really jarring about how obviously clear, like how not part of the series they are, with like the designs of the characters not even like resembling something that looks like a Saint Seiya character, and it's just like they become they're so like what's the way to describe it? They they feel so like an afterthought that. They just become like generic mooks after a while. Like there is like no real rhyme or reason to a lot of it, and 
it's kind of sad because like they looks like they wanted to put some effort into it, but they just couldn't at the end. Like you can tell, like stuff like when we get to uh, Socrates. Socrates feels like something they were trying to do something big with, and unfortunately, it just didn't pan out as well as it did. It just kind of like fizzled out, and it's just it's kind of sad. It's like we as as this series goes on, and like, and I'm not gonna really go into much of like the stuff that we're gonna see later. One of the things I will say is that we will get to see some new saints called the Steel Saints. And uh, there's, a, there's a cynical part of me, and I think there's a little bit of a cynicism as well with these characters, that these kids are like, oh, they're already, are, the main characters are kids, they're like 13, 14 year old kids, and yet, here are the, here's these much younger kids that are like eight, like six, like seven or eight, and like they're their saints as well, and it feels very jarring, like it feels like very tacked on, and it's, like, it's clearly obvious, if from a cynical standpoint, that they are just they were just produced by like a toy company to just sell toys. You know? And it's like it's who am I to judge to a guy who collects Transformers and G.I. Joe's and stuff and Masters of the Universe toys. Why am I the guy that's saying that it shouldn't be like that that it shouldn't be that way, but I watch stuff that's pretending that way? Like, but there is kind of like a flow to what they were trying to do with the with the earlier designs and here it just doesn't like stop feeling it. And they said like this entire arc, like like intermix between the, the Silver Saint stuff as well. So this first beginning arc, these first forty plus episodes of the series is just it's hit or miss with all this filler stuff. And like I said, like this, like the 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 crown, like the creme de la creme of this is just the Steel Saints. But it can be done well. Saints that has proven that you can do filler well. Um. When we get to something even more later, the stuff after the Twelve Houses Saga, the Asgard Saga, it's a short little arc that they take, and it's really good. I think it's like one of the, like the best beginning parts of any Saint Seiya fan should be watching. If you're any, if you're curious at any point to get into it, I think that's a really good place to start. That's where I started, as a matter of fact. I went, I started there, and I went backwards with the series, and I liked about it a lot. And well, now it was. Was the, the first kind of thing I saw Saint Seiya, but it was it felt very organic. Like they did stuff to expand the universe, and ultimately they they, they ultimately all this stuff p- plays out um, um, paid off really well into the next series where where everything we find out is like Poseidon and stuff like that as well. And I felt like that was a really good move on their part to organically attach these characters in instead of haphazardly putting these characters together for the sake of just trying to save for time. I think the series would have been more beneficial if they had a little bit more time to plan out how the characters were going to be. Because like when we get to this part of the series, you can tell like where the series kind of evolved into. And it from there feels like a little bit more like it had its own voice tell its story more complete in a better way and that Asgard arc really does benefit a lot from them having a little more time to plan out stuff and to do stuff better and we've seen like um and what's interesting about this is that we see this payoff I do know for a fact like there's two very good examples of how this pays off um, the Asgard stuff pays off really well because, well, we got a spin-off because we see a spin-off series. 
two of them, we, and two spin-off series, pay off to the two spin-off things that we see from the filler art stuff. The Asgard stuff pays off in the sense that we get to see the stuff. We get to see. We get to go back to Asgard in Soul of Gold. And it's really good how the hell they handled it, all of the Asgard stuff as well. And one of the better aspects of Saint Sail Omega was that they introduced the Seal Saints as adults, you know, senior members of the, of the Saints, and they and they get to implement a little bit better the Steel Saint technology with the Saint Seiya stuff going on, and it, it ultimately just makes for for a better experience overall. So it's a fun that's a fun little ride right there when you get to Saint Seiya Omega and you get to see the Steel Saints as adults and see like how they evolve really really fascinating um so like i said it's, it's filler filler is kind of a difficult thing when it comes to doing it um this the the, the, the filler we're going to get into is just going to be just filler for the sake of just filling in time no second thought put into it um but when we get to something let when we get to stuff much later with asgard it's going to be a little more, there's going to be a lot more meat to the bone of, of it. Another thing that I like to discuss is, because I, I think this goes hand in hand with um, with the, with a lot of the filler stuff, is that the movie stuff as well. Um, the movie, I think the third movie, they get, to, they get to go to Asgard for the first time. The second movie, they get to go to Asgard. And I think that takes place... During or before or after the Twelve Houses Saga, someone correct me on this. But regardless, it gives us a glimpse of how Asgard is, and then we get to properly go into Asgard in the series proper. And like I said, like this pays off as well later on with Soul of Gold, and then we get to see in the first movie and in the third movie, we get to see the goddess Ares and goddess Apollo. And one of the things that I find interesting is that. Those two characters were going to be used by Kurumada in the Tenkai Hen Saga. They were going to be part of the Heaven Saga as like the main antagonist. As I believe the story was going to go that Eris and Apollo had taken over the Heaven, had taken over the other um, Olympus, and they they just they were going to fight, and the Saints were going to fight their way into into Mount Olympus. And I think from there we're going to meet the Gold Saints again and. Then after that, and they're gonna be the gold saints in there, in the, there, and they're gonna be other deities and other like other Greek gods. And then afterwards, I think like something with the Titans as well. And I was gonna reset the entire series and just put the thing in internal loop as to, and to end the series. But um, this is like from hearsay. I think like I remember seeing this in an interview with um, Toru Furia when he was discussing um the the when he discussed in the fifth movie. Tenkai Hen um, movie, and they use those characters as well in that movie as well. And like I said, like the, it tells you how we were, how stuff that we see early on with like the filler stuff, like movies and like other stuff, become well, were or have been ingrained into the actual series itself. And I do believe that when you do filler in this way, the series. It becomes a little bit more organic, and a little bit more. You be, you have a little bit more to work with, and expand the universe in a way that it should. Instead of like pulling you away and just making you feel like it's too jarring, 
you can have more organically placed stuff and you know as long as you're, you're organic with it it's i think you, you think you can do really really good stuff with it and like i said it's easy to be very very cynical with a lot of what's going on what's what's going on with like filler and stuff like that you know with stuff like game of thrones that that that, that did filler in, in the most wrong way possible you know the, the more famous example of how filler without using um without without it being linked to anime is game of thrones and how that was handled with their filler stuff when they got to the point where the, it got cut up to the books you know it looked promising and then it just didn't work afterwards for whatever reason and you know and that's how i'm sort of feeling with this part i'm not completely like yeah this season ever but i'm also in the sense of like they you could have done a lot better you know, it's good that now, in hindsight, we get to see the payoff of what the filler can do, and how um, later pe- and how later people in production use that filler stuff to their advantage. But like I said, there's still this like it's still easy to be very very cynical, especially if you've been watching it growing up, and or you've been watching as it was airing. It's easy to be very turned off by what's going on and be just not interested in what, what they're trying to do for the most part they do want to keep it positive but it's going to be kind of difficult for these next couple of um, episodes to be kind of positive so i am at any at any point if i'm being kind of cynical about things or anything like that it's just that it's just the nature of, like i want it to be more organic more ingrained into it more naturally into the series um, I don't mind any kind of stuff as long as it's done organically. Because I think if you do stuff organically, you can get away with a lot of stuff that only that you know the fans will latch onto and and use it as a, a way to just um, perch up the series. If you do it just for like the cynicistic the cynicistic way of just getting a dollar off of people just for to buy toys. It, it becomes brutally, brutally, brutally hard to watch or to pay attention or anything like that. So, with that in mind, if you're wondering my opinion on what I think stuff in the anime only is, my, my thought is like, if done well, it's it's gonna be it's great. Like I think that that's that's a, that's a very, 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 very good thing if I if they can pull it off, but. Right now, we're not at a point where it can be pulled off, unfortunately. And it's going to be quite a while before we can get to a point where it does, unfortunately. So, yeah. So, I'm sorry to, like, disappoint people, but, like, this is what we're going to be dealing with for the next couple of episodes here and there. So, let's, 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 uh, let's, let's hope that, you know, things do get better. And when I get to this, the actual episode discussion here in a bit, um, you're gonna notice that despite me being kind of cynical about it, I'm kind of I'm still okay with it. Um, I'll get to it when I I'll get to it there. But it's like I think watching it in a marathon setting, it's not bad. And I'll get to it a little bit more later. As a matter of fact, let's just get to it right now. Let's get to the episode and discussion with uh, what's going on. With, um, episode thirteen and eighteen of Saint Um I think they're really good episodes. Um, 
Well, I think that starts off strong. That's these first four, first three episodes. Four episodes, actually, really. No, actually, three episodes, because it's like three episodes where we're doing this ending stuff for the black scenes, and then two episodes where with Iki, we see the flame, and then we have him explain a little bit of his backstory in the following episode. You meet up Docrates, they fight Docrates, and then they meet with the Caribbean Saints, those saints, and then that's where we are. Black Saints, I think that felt like they feel a little bit more organic. That the way that they made their turn with them, with it, because like in the original manga, I think they, they were just there. They weren't really they like they just had to fight them, and that's it. There wasn't really much of a um, evolution arc here. We get to see them a little bit more evolve. Them seeing like, oh man, the power of friendship is kind of a powerful thing, and yeah, it is kind of like cliche. The power of friendship will, will conquer everything, but at the same time too, it doesn't feel lucky as any other series that does it so on one hand I do give them props for them to do something like that but on the other it's like yeah it's still that tired old cliche um yeah and then we get to see the stuff with like Docrates and the other saints quote unquote because they haven't true no no discretation this um designation of what they are they are gold like silver or whatever bronze or whatever and like I said, when I was much younger, going back to like what happened in the last episode, I thought these episodes were like 50 episodes longer than they really should. But watching them in blocks like this, I think it's a little bit more digestible. I think now watching it as an adult, maybe just doing something else, like playing video games or something that's on the side, of just like pulling around your phone on Twitter or whatever. I think you have a little, like it's becomes like, it becomes a little bit more barrel because I think there's like just long stretches of absolute nothing and then something and just all things between some stuff like that and we're going to be in that pattern for a little bit. So like I said, um, like we're also introduced to like a lot of family members in this. Um, Socrates is the brother of of is the brother of. Uh, of Cassius, and he wants revenge for Seiya for denying him the right of becoming a saint. And he's quickly disposed of. I thought like they were not gonna. And I thought I thought like I thought the episode was much longer. And I thought this was actually later in the series. No, well, I thought this was like just like just before them fighting the Golden Saint. I thought this was like a reverse. Like it's like they fought it in between. But no, before the Silver Saints, it's like I thought like they fought like they fought him afterwards. But no, he's way before. I didn't expect that. We're also introduced to um, Kyoga's master because I believe that at the time we didn't even know his master who his master was going to be. Later on, we have the hindsight of knowing that it was going to be that later on it was Camus. And here we're introduced to the we're introduced to the Crystal Saint. And then the Crystal Saint, I forgot his name, top of my head. And it's another filler thing as well that we get to see. And I, I forgot that he was his master, same with Shun's master. Because I believe in the manga, he's someone else. And we've never seen these characters. Or we were so... We were briefly given these characters for such a solo time that we just had no time to really connect with them. So we just, like, it, that's why they had to compromise and give stuff this time being and you know 
give or take. When we get to stuff later, we're gonna see a lot of what's going on with those, a lot of those character characters and stuff like that. Like especially the, the Crystal Saint. Um, um, like I said, like the the, the 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 episode just has a lot more of a inorganic feel. It just feels like a, like they're just fighting these mooks. I feel it really does feel like a Power Rangers show in a way where they're just fighting a different bad guy every episode at this point. Um, after they fight Pocrates, they fight Geist, who's supposed to be Shina's sister, and I'm like, oh, so we went from one sibling to another sibling, okay. And it's explained that she was, um, that her and her group were denied access to this, the sanctuary, and like, Pope, the Pope, we find out later it's someone else. And that, that Pope, the previous Pope, the good Pope, was, okay, you guys get the hell out. You guys are doing some bad stuff. Get out. Meanwhile, this Pope's like, if you can kill these guys and get me that armor back, that'd be nice. And I let you guys back in, so they do that so they can get the so they can get their rightful place back in the sanctuary. And the the, the bronze one they try to fight them. They're described as having cloths that are very jelly-like. And I'm like, ew, ew to the max. And. Yeah, it really, they do really get disposed of really quick, unfortunately, and it's really bad. <laughs> I mean, well, not too bad. It's me watching in a marathon setting where you just put your brain on neutral for the most part. It's not that bad. And like I said, it's like there's a, there's a part of my brain that just wants to keep watching. It's that lizard part of that brain that's like fighting as long as there's stuff, people, as long as there's people punching each other, throwing stuff at each other, I'm still watching it. I guess when you're watching it, in like an episode a day, it becomes very difficult. Well, you're watching a group of episodes like every couple, of, every couple of weeks, or so this becomes less of a chore. So, you know, props to like if there's one thing I'd like to give props to for this kind of format of um, binging, um, it's the benefit is like you can smoke a lot of like bad episodes really quick, and you can get through a lot of this filler much quicker than you anticipate and just get to like the main meat and potatoes of what's going on. Like I said, if you just want to flash the stuff with like people like fighting each other and stuff like that, there's a little bit there's more of it, but it just becomes very it just becomes very silly. Very cynical or very and so it's like there's a cynical part of me that says there this is pretty bad, but there's also this part of me still that believes that that's eh, still pretty good. You just you know like give it a little bit of time and if you put your brain completely off, yeah, it'd be a little bit worth your time. So, yeah, so with that said, guys, you know, like, like I know this is kind of a, I know this, this was not like the best group of episodes, you know. Hey, as long as there's, there's still people punching each other, so. Um, so I'd like to, to uh, address Twitter really quick. Um, Gao Salad on Twitter said, I, in my rewatch, I found myself very confused about what the level these scenes were. Black scenes were, were as well as Ocarties and the ghosts, seem to be a specific area between bronze and silver scenes. It's like the world was no order. No order. And I, the gold scene, the black scenes were explained that's like they're the same um, black, they're just the same bronze cloths. They're just like like the ones that were denied the, the black, um, the ones that are denied the, the right to be the saints. Are that's what they're manifesting to. That's so they're all bronze saints, so they're all bronze level saints. As far as the Caribbean ghost and Docrates, I don't know. 
And that gives kind of like an idea of like how haphazard the series was kind of planned out. Like, I really do honestly believe that they didn't really put any second thought as to like what these characters are, what how they're gonna be played out later. So unlike when we get to stuff like Asgard, where it feels more organic and a little bit more natural for them to be in a setting, here it's just like ah, okay, just throw a design up and see what happens. Um. So like I said, if you're if a lot of action, a lot of um, it's a lot of action, not really much plot. Um, it's it, it's become it's really we're really at the point where it's like it becomes a monster of villain of the day type of thing. So your mileage may vary with these group of episodes. So with that said, guys, that's another episode in the books. I really am thankful for you to download this episode. Like I said before, if you like this episode or you like this podcast give us a give us a subscribe to us on whatever platform you use you listen to podcasts whether it's google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, stitcher uh, spotify youtube or wherever you can find the rss feed just give us a follow and we'll and keep following us tell your friends about it use the hashtag keep burning that cosmos and um we'll be back in two weeks uh, we'll, we'll keep in contact on twitter um, my username is SCCosmoCast, and with that said, guys, thank you for listening, and remember to keep burning that cosmos. Caballeros <laughs> siempre en su